mutants can't get AIDS? Uh, Miguel? I'm not a mutant. Welcome to episode 25 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett. With me is... The co-host with the most, Miguel Horstacles Garza. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we also have my lovely wife, Heather. What's up? And we have a special guest today, Mr. Peter Hahn. Hi, how's it going? It's going good. How are you, Peter? Oh, I was, I was talking to the audience, but yeah, I'm doing fine. <laughs> you? <laughs> I'm, I'm the medium between him and the audience. I got to say something. <laughs> He's like, shush! <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Uh, we're glad to have you here to talk about your book in just a little while. We're going to talk a little bit about this week's comics first, though. Oh, yeah. So, Miguel, why don't you go ahead and start us with that and talk about your top two books of the week. My number two book of the week uh, was MPH number two. Mark Millar's new book? Yes. I remember the first one, not too well, but the second one, well, you know, I'm saying, the first book, I kind of remember the details a little bit sketchy, because you asked me today in the office, I was kind of like, I don't know, I kind of remember it, but book two was like, just grabbed a hold of me, I really like it, uh, the action, the, you know, take a pill, we can outrun everything, <laughs> the funny poses and everything. MPH is basically the story of this guy who's wrongfully imprisoned, he basically takes the fall for one of his friends, and he's put in prison, he has some some drugs smuggled in by some different people. But the drugs he's brought are in this little bottle that say MPH on them. They don't have any kind of descriptor. It's not like anything he's ever seen before. And he takes it, and it basically turns him into the Flash. Like, he gains the ability to travel at supersonic speeds and uh, escapes from the prison like it's nothing, and then kind of goes on a rampage getting revenge for the things that were done wrong to him. This issue in particular is really funny because he goes back and meets his girlfriend, meets his friend, and shows them what the drugs can do. They all three take it, and they kind of go on this wild and crazy fun spree. <laughs> Across America. They run up the building, and they, went, they show the person looking at the footprint on the window. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was really cool. It, it was a really good issue. There, this was a really hard week. There were so many good titles. It's kind of like Limitless. You know, we talked about that, too, you know, that movie with the pills and stuff. So. Yeah, similarly. But, you know, it, it's a good book. I enjoyed it. My number one just blew me away. Thor, God of Thunder, number 23. You know, it's the continuation, actually, the ending of the story. Really cool. Old Thor gets the dark sword, takes out Galactus. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> young Thor beats up on Roxxon. <laughs> it's Thor at the end of the world. Earth has basically been wiped out. There's no people left on it. It's basically a giant dust ball, and Galactus is still feeding. And, and one of the goals he's always had is to eat Earth because he's been stopped so many times. So he comes to Earth and he's planning on exacting his revenge. He doesn't expect to encounter old Thor still being there guarding it. Because uh, I guess old Thor feels responsible for Earth turning into what it did. Yeah, because with what Roxon did. And it all kinds of ties together with the beginning arc of Thor, God of Thunder, mm-hmm. where he fought the God Butcher and he took the God Butcher's sword and threw it into that black ball. Right. So in this in this particular arc, he goes and he gets that sword back and he comes back and fights Galactus and it's pretty epic. Yeah, just for a moment. I mean, just for a quick thought here. Thor, this particular run, has been amazing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let me let me steal the word of my co-host. It's amazing. Yeah. Also. <laughs> Amazeballs, you can't steal my word. <laughs> I just took it. <laughs> I lent it to you for like a brief moment. Okay, all right. No, it's been really great. And so those were my top two. And like you said, it was hard. I really had to think about which ones I wanted to be number one and two. But that's what I went with. And you? My number two was Thunderbolts number 27. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Deadpool guy. And this is the new creative team. This is Acker and Blacker who have taken over doing the writing. Hammer and Slammer? <laughs> <laughs> And so Deadpool's at the, at the forefront of the team for the first time in a while. Yeah. And they give him a lot of lines. They give him a lot of funny one-liners and stuff. And it's it's just a really funny issue, uh, especially between him and the Punisher, because they have a lot of tension between the two of them. Yeah. And Deadpool's constantly insulting him and constantly picking on him, constantly making fun of him. And it causes Frank to leave the team. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what the next arc is going to be. It's Punisher versus the Thunderbolt. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, because that last page was like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that last page being holy crap this week. Oh, yeah, it was. And as for my number one, uh, it was Wicked and Divine number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went into that series with very low expectations. I read the synopsis, and it sounded kind of goofy. I know I know the creators behind it are all really good people, uh, but it just didn't really grab me in the synopsis until I actually read it. And so many people told me it was good, so I went ahead and picked it up. 
but it, it blew my mind. It was easily the best book of the week. How does it go? It's basically every hundred years, this group of 13 gods are reborn, and they live for approximately two years. And during that two years, they can do whatever they want and, and rise the power among humanity however they want to. And then at the end of the two years, they basically have to eradicate themselves because they have to go back into hibernation. They're reborn. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a rebirth cycle that just keeps happening. So the story seemed to focus this time on uh, Lucifer. Lucy. Who's going by Lucy and is a female. <laughs> <laughs> she's cool. And she, she's pretty awesome. I mean, she kills some people and some stuff happens and it's just... It's crazy. It was way crazier than I ever expected it to be. It was awesome. I definitely recommend going and picking that book up. Let me throw that out there real quick. I thought the character was cool. I'm not 100% behind Lucifer. I just want to put that to my minions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she's she's a Lucifer as a female. It appears to be a common theme lately. Yeah. I mean, C. Donnelly's doing it in his book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, crap. There's another book that's coming out that has the same same thing as Lucifer as a female. And there's this, there's three books with Lucifer as a female that I've seen like, recently. I told you women are evil. Did you not listen to me? <laughs> I'm not backing you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Except for my wife. She's uh, she's good. She's the only good one? She's the angel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your pick of the week? Well, uh... You kind of stole my thunder. Wicked and Divine is my book of the week. <laughs> it just, I, I didn't read the synopsis. I, you threw the book at me. I read it. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool and funny. You know, the snapping of the fingers and heads go boom. <laughs> it was so cool. I was like, this is it's kind of crazy, you know, and I, I enjoyed it. It's, that's my pick of the week. Yeah, it was excellent. Just all the way around. And uh, yours? My pick of the week is a book that we have not yet mentioned on the show, and I don't know how I haven't mentioned it yet, but it's Drumheller. And this particular issue was number six. Sorry, God, you got to be on crack to follow that book. <laughs> the uh, character of Drumheller is this paranormal investigator, sort of. But he has to get high in order to see things that are going on. See, what did I say? <laughs> in the earthly realm. So he's constantly, like, chasing that next high so he can figure out where he needs to go and who he needs to help. So and, what, does that, what does that make you? What are you, like, a drug addict over there? No, I'm just addicted to comics. He's an enabler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> enabler. <laughs> but Drumheller has this uh, ghost cat who he can see 24 hours a day, and the cat talks to him, and they're like best friends, and they kind of travel around together. This particular issue was so bizarre, so much more bizarre than the last five have been. That's why I felt like it had to be my pick of the week. Just for example, some of the stuff that happened, the ghost cat inhabited a dog so that it could talk to a female friend of Drumheller's, and then it basically begged her to let him hump her leg, and she wouldn't do it, so she gave him a pillow. And then in order to appease the dog and to help him out, she put on a strip tease and did like a little lingerie show while the dog humped the pillow. <laughs> Her husband has issues. <laughs> and while all of this is going on, there's a werewolf threesome going on. The other <laughs> yeah, that, was the, that was the crazy part. I'm like, what is happening in here? I don't even get that kind of high when I take a Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> It's bizarre. It's very bizarre. The art style is very similar to Chew. The art style is yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll give you that much. Uh, the story okay. is just kind of out there. I mean, you have to be kind of out there to like it, but it's it's really cool and it's really fun. So I definitely re- recommend checking it out. I know the first trade is already out. Yeah, you made a friend on Twitter today. Y'all are tweeting about that all day. <laughs> I thought I was going to check it out. And I was like, hey, what about the wolf thing? <laughs> well, what about you, Peter? I know you don't read a whole lot of current comics, but is there anything that you've read recently that you want to talk about? Well, I just finished up new Amazing Spider-Man. First couple issues of that, and I was kind of, yeah, this is, I'm a, I'm an old Spidey fan in the 90s, so I'm like, oh, hey, Cardiac, that guy. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, being too empowered, I don't know, I guess I like girls in bondage or something. <laughs> okay, this is finishing up on Invincible, which is, uh, didn't see that coming. Hey, robot, killing guys, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, really, that's all I've been reading, uh, at night time, I just read the Mega Man comics in the kitchen, so it's kind of making voices of Dr. Wiley and Dr. White. Nice. <laughs> I haven't read any Mega Man comics, but I played the game quite a bit growing yeah. up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, they had Mega Man and Sonic do a crossover like a while ago, so it's kind of a big thing for my kids. So hmm. I reading that to them all the time. <laughs> well, we got to take a couple seconds to uh, plug our sponsor. Right. We are sponsored by audibletrial.com slash comical. Basically, what you have to do is go to that website and sign up, and you get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial with the service. If you don't like the audiobook that you get, you have the option to swap it out for a different title. Uh, there's over 150,000 you can choose from. And if you don't like the service, you have up until that 30-day point to cancel it, and you won't get charged anything. Mm-hmm. If you like it, though, you can just continue with it, and it's only $14.95 a month. We need to be a little bit more cheery when you pitch that. Hey, man, audibletrial.com slash comical. <laughs> Audible.com. Sell it, man. You know. I think Peter has the right idea. What's that? I think Peter has the right idea. I think yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's 
sponsored by Audible.com. <laughs> still, 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 still. Yeah. All right. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com/slash/comical. There you go. Help us out and go sign up. And if you like the show and you want to contribute some other way, but you don't want to sign up through Audible or you already have an account, you can always go to our website, ComicalPodcast.com, and click on the contribute link and send us money directly. Uh, as we said before, we're going to a bunch of conventions coming up. We still need a few things, so any support we can get from our listeners, we really appreciate. Do you update the website yet so we can get it in pesos? Colognes, <laughs> pounds. We can always just get an exchange. It's no big deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> and remember, I'm still trying to get that $8,000 so I can wind up on the chair, okay? <laughs> yeah, if you want to see Miguel in a movie and you feel like donating that much money, go ahead and donate it. I won't tell him. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually put it so, towards something more useful. I mean, like, look at all these shiny new equipment we got. How do we afford this? <laughs> That's horrible, man. Yeah, well, right, you should totally <laughs> please in a movie. That's right. We're your own movie, $8,000. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be very good, but I don't think it'd be very good anyways. <laughs> I got skills, man. I got acting chops. Mm-hmm. I'm the next Aaron Eckhart, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican air. <laughs> you racist bastard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Peter's here to talk to us about his Kickstarter that's going on right now and his upcoming book, Malden which is also a webcomic. So I'm going to let him have the floor and talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Seriously, thanks for having me on. Don't usually do podcasts, but I'm just going to go into spiel here. Uh, so Malden, it's a webcomic about three characters, a bear, a penguin, and a gremlin, who basically end up doing battle with a burrito platypus lord and his giant chicken who carries a croquet mallet with him. It's almost, it's almost as trippy as Drumheller. Yeah. Why are you with those characters in place? Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, geez. <laughs> Sometimes I think a little crazy, so yeah. So um, Kickstarter is going on right now. I mean, it's uh, it ends July 2nd, so you guys can just go on to Kickstarter, type in M-A-L-D-E-N, you're good to go. You'll find it. Uh, you'll see a, basically a platypus hitting a bear with a giant burrito as the thumbnail. So no worries, you know, weird shit. Kind of. Cool. Yeah, we'll also post a link to your Kickstarter on our Facebook and our Twitter, especially when the episode goes up tomorrow. So if you guys want to support this, go out there and check it out. And you can actually read the first volume of uh, Malden for free at uh, malden-comic.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we read it this this afternoon, and it's actually really funny. <laughs> we enjoyed it a lot. That's right. I'm about to hit you with the burrito. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> It's really cool. How'd you come up with the name? Uh, the name is actually named off of a street that uh, me and my friends used to live off of. It's just right off the top of the hill, Capitol Hill, which is a big neighborhood in Seattle. So, uh, you know, that neighborhood in Seattle is basically up and coming, hip and stuff. So you see a lot of crazy shit out there. Just uh, people with weird hair, people dressed up like Neo, that sort of thing. Just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been up there no, before. Uh, yeah, yeah, you think I'm I'm joking, but no, there's literally people just walking around like it's the Matrix or something up there. So it's like, yeah, okay, sure. We saw a lady walking around fun. with like a bunch of kittens just attached to her. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we have five kittens, and we didn't know what. To, we were like, really? Okay, yeah, this is yeah. normal. Okay. Yeah, I haven't made it to Seattle yet. I guess I need to. <laughs> it's a strange no. place. It's interesting though. Yeah. So, uh, how, how did you come up with uh, which of your friends would have which uh, anthropomorphic kind of character? Associate with Well, this was way back in the day. Uh, me and my other buddy were going to work on this as a cartoon, this kind of sort of family guy style. So it'll be just, you know, random stuff happening at this Gordito's place, which is kind of like the cantina from Star Wars, where you just have random characters show up, go crazy. So uh, that was a bear because, honestly, bears are easy to draw. Uh, he's a gremlin because <laughs> for some reason he likes being a gremlin. So I was like, okay, dude, just do your thing. And then Casey, who was, uh, he was the driver, and he's the guy that introduced us to Gordito. So he's a penguin because he's a big guy and he's got a big mouth, and penguins are kind of round and have big mouths. So, hey, why not? So is Gordito a real place? Yeah, it's a real place. Uh, it's on 85th, somewhere in uh, Green Lake, kind of close to Seattle. Just go in, get a burrito about the size of a small baby, and you're good to go. That's freaking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do they throw it at your head, or do they just put it on the table in front of you? <laughs> they beat you with it. Uh, no, they'll give it to you. They're nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so. watch out for that kid that keeps asking for his chips. That's where that whole story started with. Just one of the kids walked up. He was like, hey, man, you're not a man. I ate three burritos once. You're not a man. Can I have your chips? Sure. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. 
so that's the story. That's how the story got born. We're just kind of like, you know, this is kind of fun. This is a fun place. Let's let's come back again. You have to tweet us a picture of this place. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll, uh, I'll go there tomorrow and tweet it to you guys. Don't tweet us a picture while you're eating a burrito because I'll be pissed. <laughs> hey, man, it's a burrito. I'll eat it. <laughs> I like your characters, uh, but I think I like the platypus and the chicken the most because <laughs> it's got a monocle on. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy uh, has a monocle on? He kind of looks like yeah. uh, uh, Carl Scheiser from Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I came up with that one, I was uh, probably pretty sleep deprived when I came up with the chicken, I think. <laughs> I was uh, doing the strips probably every other day, so... I was like, man, I need a character, a uh, giant chicken with a croquet mallet? Like Thor? Okay, sure, why not? Yeah, I love that little segue where you explain it in, like, normal text. Yeah, right, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is going on, stop, have a picture of him, and all the words. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Yeah, that and the scene where he's like, bok, bok, bok! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Kind of reminds me of, uh, Chew, uh, they have a character, you know, they're dealing with the FDA and the bird flu, whatever, whatnot. But there's yeah. a special agent called Poyo, basically, which is Rooster. Yeah. And, like, he's like this larger than life creature and he's fighting, like, monsters all over the place. So that's kind of what your chicken was reminding me of. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> that's a pretty big compliment, man. It's just Chew, okay. <laughs> But yeah, yeah the, the the first volume looks amazing. So with the Kickstarter, what are you trying to do? Just get it uh, as a physical copy, or are you trying yeah. to get funding to do like the second volume? Uh, it's funding to get the first volume done, just kind of as a comic book. I mean, I always planned it as a long form comic, just kind of one shot, sort of old school 1980s. Hey, you got the story comes in. Oh, this is kind of weird and awesome. Get out. Hey, that was a cool comic. So the Kickstarter is to basically just get funding to print. A short print run, about like a thousand copies. Collect those stories. We got pinups from a uh, couple guys in the video game industry that I'm friends with. I mean, Seattle's got a lot of video game guys. So it's like, hey, you guy that worked on, you know, Sly Cooper, you want to do a pinup for me? Yeah, sure. It's like, okay, here's uh, Corona in some Manhattans, and uh, I guess we'll just do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, do you, I know you do the artwork and the writing. Do you also do the coloring on the story? Oh, uh, yeah. That's probably the longest. The I can imagine the longest some pretty detailed yeah. scenes in there. Yeah, tell me about it. Like, <laughs> I like how you jump in the car. <laughs> I was like, well, the, the comic used to be going three times a week, and then once color started going out, I was like, man, I think I need to take a little bit more time on this because <laughs> this is kind of hard. But yeah, I do a coloring, inking, writing, lettering, all that good stuff. Awesome. I think I need an editor, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't see any mistakes, so you were doing a good job. Editors are overrated. So uh, as of right now, how much longer do you have on this Kickstarter, and where exactly are you at to reaching your goal? Reaching your goal excuse me. Uh, I'm at probably 13%. So that's about a grand. And the, the end goal is about 7000 It's basically to cover costs for like shipping and printing rewards and stuff. The actual cost of printed books is a lot less, but it's kind of... Uh, you gotta make you gotta make the budget work with Kickstarters. It's uh, I've talked to a lot of my friends. Have you guys heard of America's Fighting Dinosaur at all? Hmm. No. It's basically like a T Rex with a machine gun and World War Two. He's working on that movie, and it's like you know you go into a Kickstarter and you think you got enough money, and sometimes stuff happens. So I'm just I'm, I'm making the budget basically minimum amount to make sure everybody gets gets a copy. Even those guys way out in like New Guinea or New Zealand or whatever, they want a copy. Yeah, we can mail that to them too because I'm drunk and I'm drinking this and I'm saying stuff. So yeah, cool. <laughs> That's cool. We got listeners all over the world. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely, uh, I mean, my buddy over here, he does a lot to help the Kickstarters out. He usually supports them in some kind of way. He pledges and do. I'm probably going to definitely pledge to your book here, here oh, in a few moments since I figure out what I got here. I think I want to pledge. So we were looking at it earlier. I think I may want to do it where I can get you to draw something the inside cover for me. I think I want the platypus. <laughs> I've got a 35 one where you can get like a battle damage version of that platypus. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a poor comic. Hey. Uh, tell you what, I'll spend the $35, but if you make it, I need some swag. <laughs> I can upsell too. <laughs> on the podcast so hey I'll, I'll give you some free stuff sure why not <laughs> I, I really like the video you put together on Kickstarter I think it's really impressive 
And I think it's really cool how you show yourself, you know, really putting yourself into what you're doing. And I think that says a lot about uh, you as a person and what you're creating. Oh, thank you. Um, I was actually kind of worried that the video made me seem like a guy you shouldn't you know, trust with your money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it portrays that at all. I think it portrays uh, your passion and your vision and Whoa. where you see your, you know, your philosophy. So I, I, I love it. I've seen some really, really awful Kickstarter videos before. <laughs> oh, yeah? I don't, I, don't, I don't think you have to worry. Yours is not that bad. <laughs> I think it's pretty creative, actually. I really I really liked it. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was looking at everybody else's Kickstarter videos, and I was like, maybe I should do it like everybody else, where they sit and talk to the camera and stuff. Well, after a while, I got kind of bored. I was like, man, I should just put on this gremlin suit and, like, sing karaoke. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> kind of broke out with something different, and there you go, like, hello, America. Are you suffering from ED? <laughs> Something stupid. What's your obsession with ED? I don't have an obsession. <laughs> you guys are calling him creeper. Has ED. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> uh, All right, cool. Well, I'm going to post the link so everybody out there that's listening, please go and check out his Kickstarter. Yes, definitely. Check out Meldon slash comic dot com. I'm on it right now. If you like the book, please contribute to him because it's a it's a pretty kick ass story, and I can't wait to see what the volume two is going to look like. It's really That's funny. Yeah. You know, I have something to add about your video. That bear hat that you have, I have an exact same hat like that, so we match. Do you? I, you absolutely, know absolutely. I sure do. The one I'm wearing in the picture. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually got my hat up in Alaska, so. Did you get yours in Alaska? <laughs> uh, no, I got mine at a grocery store here in Texas, sadly. Oh, okay. Yours is probably more authentic, but uh, my, mine is, is similar. So there you go. There's something. I'm pretty I sure they all just came from the same like factory, anyway. Probably. We got to sell that mine. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably do a bear dance sometime. I bear think. Oh yes. Post that up. Bear dance off. I guess, you know, it'll be like, you know, electric boogaloo with bear hats. I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was going to ask something, but I can just see this bear thing now. Thanks. <laughs> so if the Kickstarter does, I mean, you've got it out there now online, obviously. The Kickstarter yeah. doesn't go through, or, you know, you don't, you, you're shy of your goal or whatever, because Justin doesn't give you the eight grand you need. Um, <laughs> are you gonna, Put it all on me. Huh? Are you going to contact, like, Boom or... Or image or anybody and try to go that way? Yeah, I mean, I'll try to get it printed somehow. I mean, I'll even go ahead and go into debt and just, like, charge a credit card and be like, hey, you know, bank guys, I'm going to steal some of your money and print this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, are you going to pay me back? Like, no, maybe. <laughs> well, seriously, yeah. I'm, either way, I'm going to end up printing the book. I mean, it's been sitting out there forever and it just needs to be told. I need to get on the comic scene, so I like. Uh, I was hanging out with my friends at the uh, ECC uh, Emerald City Comic Con last time, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Sitting behind the table is actually kind of a lot of fun. You don't have to walk all over the place, and you can, you know, eat your lunch while the guy dressed up as Galactus talks to you for like twenty minutes." So, yeah, kind of cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, I walked like fifty miles this last Comic Con we went to. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> You know you enjoyed it. Don't lie. <laughs> I lost three sizes on my pants. <laughs> yeah, what what comic cons have you guys been to? Just curious. Not very many. We uh, we just started the podcast, like I said, six months ago. Okay. Our first comic con as press was Comic Palooza in Houston, which was uh, May twenty fourth through twenty sixth. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we went as press, and we got to do a bunch of interviews with different creators and stuff, and it was it was a blast. And uh, we've just recently started doing this as press, so. We're attending the Houston Con, which is going to be August 8th through 11th. And yeah. we're attending Alamo City Comic Con, which is going to be... 26th to the 28th of September. And then we'll just see where it goes from there. Traveling is going to be kind of hard for both of us this year, but next year we're hoping we can travel to some of the bigger ones. Yeah, one of our good friends is inviting us up to Jersey. Is there anybody in particular you guys are looking forward to see at the, at the con? I know Miguel's really excited to meet T-Dog from The Walking Dead. T-Dog! <laughs> Why'd they kill him? Why'd they kill him? <laughs> That's not uh, right, man. <laughs> I know Ali Garza is going to be at the Houston one. I'm really excited to meet him. He's one of my favorite modern artists. Oh. I just go. I just go to take pictures with the people. <laughs> we do two two hashtags when I'm out there. When I take pictures with certain people, my friend over here likes to tag it hashtag that guy. <laughs> when I, take, I take pictures with people dressed up really nice. He tags it up hashtag I'm your number one fan. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we keep it lively. Yes, and I wear my merman mask. Yeah. That's not a mask. <laughs> I think you're wearing the mask now. Whoa. <laughs> yes, I have an alter ego. I have a couple of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Get schizophrenia. <laughs> well, I think the only Comic-Con story that I can tell was probably the one time I met Rowdy Roddy Piper. Nice. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, I was just waiting while I was trying to get a picture with him. And walked up. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, yeah, cool, man. What's going on? It's like, uh, yeah, so when we take this picture, can you, like, put me in a sleeper hold? And he's just like, yeah, sure. Puts me in a sleeper hold, and it's like, Oh, hey, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that picture, and it's uh, I, actually I should probably tweet that picture to you guys. Nice, yeah. But uh, that's my Comic Con story. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big right. WWE guy, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah, you got to meet Booker <laughs> T uh, before Comic Palooza. That's right, five time. Five time, really? Five time. Five time. Five time. Five time. WCW champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin Nash was there, and uh, so was uh, the Hitman and Lita. Wow, Lita was there, really? Mm-hmm. And in San Antonio, Tito Santana is going to be there, and I forgot who else is going to show up. Lita's going to be there as well, but there's one other person I can't remember. Oh. Hmm. Don't look at me. The wrestling's your thing, man. <laughs> That's right. You can't see me. Hey man, me and my buddies, we've been doing a Monday night rewatching of all the Nitro episodes. So it's been happening. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So like stuff from '94. Man, they had some really bad commercials back then. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's like, what's on TV tonight? Well, it's Cat's Eye and Freddy Krueger. Okay, this is awesome. <laughs> Quality. Well, let me tell you this. Anyway. So you're watching rewatching all the WCW Nitro. You said right? Yeah. So, were you NWO black and white or NWO red? Wolfpack. Oh, come on, man. It had to be white. I mean, <laughs> you racist. We were talking, even after talking about this, it was like when Wolfpack came around, I was like, well, when Sting beated NWO white, right? I just decided, hey, okay, guys, wrestling, it's over. Hands up. Nope. No more. We don't need any more. Like, oh, well, okay. Well, red's happening. Okay. Wolfpack. Oh, Sting's part of Wolfpack, though. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a little crazy. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. So uh, this next funny segment here is going to be Tell Me a Funny Story, and Mr. Justin is up. Okay. That's right. I got to tell a funny story today. <laughs> All right. Well, like I promised last week, I'm going to talk a little bit about my college roommates. And my college experience. Uh, when I first went to college, I was 18 years old, but I wasn't really ready for college. Like, I was not really ready to live with somebody. Uh-huh. And I lived with this guy named Sam, who was just the biggest douchebag I've ever met in my entire life. Well, tell us how you really feel about him. Well, <laughs> he would always uh, come home at like 3 a.m., sit down at that little card table we had, break out a porno magazine, and like go to town on himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> While I'm laying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, hey, 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 whoa. Well, I guess he had needs. Okay. There are other times to do that, like when I'm not there. <laughs> so that happened. Maybe he liked you. Uh, it, it was a frequent... <laughs> well, he always talked about all the girls he got, but I honestly never saw him bring a girl to the apartment. So. Exactly. And if, the, if he was uh, spanking it, you know, at 3 a.m. with you in the room, then there you go. <laughs> Lisa didn't say you want to hit this. Is <laughs> there like a divider or anything? No, no, no. It was just one room. We had bunk beds. Thank God. <laughs> so okay. you on the top or the bottom? I was on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't matter. There was a card table in the middle of the room, which is usually where he would sit, and it was just awful. So you had a bird's eye view of this. Oh, I, I turned and looked at the wall. <laughs> the wall was way more fascinating. <laughs> so that happened. Uh, there was a time where I, I had to go take a final, and I set my alarm early to make sure I would get up on time to go. Mm-hmm. And it went off, and he went, you stupid fucking alarm clock, and turned my alarm off. <laughs> and I slept through my final. <laughs> so that was, that was my wait, first. wait, wait, wait. Did he touch the alarm clock with the dirty hand or the clean hand? I don't really know, man. I was asleep. You don't want to touch that clock anymore. I don't have that clock anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Okay, that apartment uh, or that dorm room, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. The day I moved in. The sex chamber. I had been drinking uh, cherry Coke 
I had like cans of cherry coke, and I put one in the windowsill, uh-huh. and I rearranged the room when mm-hmm. I got there, and I put the beds in front of the window, so the cherry coke <laughs> was back there, uh-huh. baking in the sunlight for like an entire year. <laughs> wow. It's like halfway drink. Uh-huh. So when I moved everything back, you had to put everything back when you moved out, I found that can, and uh, the thing that was in there was horrifying. <laughs> the thing? <laughs> I, I dumped it in the sink, and this big green and purple glob fell out. And sort of crawl out of the sink towards me. I killed it with bleach. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's horrible. So don't uh, cherry coke sitting in sunlight for over a year. It's not a good idea. Do you like not touch it? No, I didn't touch it. Uh, oh, another time we had a, a, a shower that was between our dorm room and one of their dorm rooms. So it was like a suite, and uh, one of my suite mates is in there getting a shower. It wasn't sweet, and uh, it was definitely not sweet. <laughs> So what are you going to call him a sweet mate? This big lizard crawled into the shower with him. <laughs> he was about a, a six-foot-four tall guy, really muscular, worked out all the time. This lizard crawled in there, and I've never heard anybody scream more like a girl. <laughs> we gave that guy so much shit. So much shit. Did he come running out of the shower? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure my, my roommate enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was this at 3 a.m. too? No. Was, <laughs> no. So that, was, that was my first. What university did you go to? Good Lord. Sam, you know that. <laughs> uh, so after that year, I decided I was going to. Get an apartment? Drop out. Of, well, actually, I decided to drop out of college. <laughs> I, left, I left school. I went and I got a couple of real jobs. And I was working and just trying to save money and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Sing with me, Heather. Beauty school dropout. <laughs> go, go ahead, man. And I was living with my parents. When I left for college, my mom had turned my room into like an exercise room or a knitting room or something. So there was nowhere for me to go when I came back. Could have been worse. Could have been a 3 a.m. room. So, <laughs> yeah, well. so I moved into this uh, smaller room. It was like it's supposed to be the guest room, but it was about half the size of my office, and it just had a twin bed in it. Mm-hmm. And there was no air conditioning flow in there because there was no vent. Uh-huh. And it had a window that basically was the entire wall that faced the morning sun. Nice. So every single day that room was like 110 degrees. <laughs> I would wake up just drenched in sweat. The whole room stank because I was just sweating all the time. It was horrible. Uh-huh. And I was working like three jobs and I was just like, screw that. I'm going back to school. I can't deal with this crap. So I moved back to, to Huntsville and back to college. And that was funny because – I got an apartment. It was the very last apartment they had available. Like I, I got an apartment through the school, and they just built this really nice building with all these new units. And I, the only one they had left was the handicapped room. So I moved in, and it was different. It was way different than all the other ones. Like the bathroom was elongated, and there was no lip on the shower. It just kind of drained to the middle of the floor. We had little lights on all the walls that would light up. So we were the only door, only apartment that had a, a doorbell. Okay. And you would ring it, and it would start making this loud ass sound because blind people would need to hear the crazy sound. And deaf people would need to see the lights. So we had this doorbell, and you'd ring it and it'd be like, bah, 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 and like crazy lights would go off. Wait a minute, do that again? No. <laughs> but the fucked up thing was the people would walk by at like 3 a.m. and be like, why do these people have a doorbell and push it? <laughs> Wait a minute, another 3 a.m. thing. What? <laughs> you know, nobody sleeps in college, right? Uh-huh. You know. Except for Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> so at 3 a.m., people would. Push that, push that stupid doorbell. Uh, so it did sound like a fire alarm. It was, it was, it was horrible. Awful. It was horrible. Wait a minute. How do you know what it sounded like? Well, when I moved, <laughs> when I went back to college and <laughs> Peter got that. We've <laughs> gotten that for you. Oh, okay, okay. I have a lot of college stories that I'm trying to condense into one. Okay, more. all right. So, so I went back to college and I moved into this handicapped room <laughs> and I got there early on like the the last day to move in and I moved all my shit in before my roommate got there. Mm-hmm. And I was looking out the window. I just set up my computer, and I saw Heather get out of her car. And I was like, holy crap, I can't leave this Heather, because we knew each other from high school. Lady in red. Well, we, we had been friends in Spanish class, like we talked about a few That's right. Ago. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't seen her in years. And I saw her get out of her car, and I was like, holy shit. So I ran out there, and I was like, hey. And I helped them carry their stuff in, and she was my next-door neighbor. How crazy oh. is that? I mean, hey. right next door to each other did not plan that shit. He mean, stalked totally you. Happened. I'm going to go ahead and tell that. He stalked you. That's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it worked out for me, too. <laughs> uh, she ended up being my next-door neighbor, which was just crazy. So we would always hang out. My friend Dennis would come over. We'd play a lot of video games and stuff. Go to Walmart at 3 a.m., <laughs> bake cakes at 3 o'clock in the morning. We had a lot of fun. At 3 o'clock in the morning. We'd go to Walmart. <laughs> 
I told you I never slept, but I had this roommate, <laughs> and and you don't get to pick your roommates. I mean, you can, but I didn't really know anybody except for her, and she ended up being my next door neighbor. So uh, the guy they assigned me was this guy named Henry, and I've never met a weirder, I've never met a weirder guy until I started working on our current job. But yeah. this guy, the first night we were there, like I said, we had a, a weird a weird bathroom. There was a shower with a seat in it because it was for handicapped people. Mm-hmm. The very first night, him and two of his friends took a shower together. And they didn't have towels, they didn't have soap, they didn't have shampoo, they didn't have deodorant, they didn't have toothpaste, so they used all my shit. Please tell me, female friends. No. No. This huge black guy named Osagi. Osagi? What? We <laughs> were like, what? <laughs> what is this guy's name? And this scrawny little white dude named Jeff or Josh or something, I don't remember his name. The three of them took a shower together, which I thought was weird in the first place, but then I went in there and saw they had used all my towels and my shampoo and my soap and even my toothbrush. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> so I started keeping everything I owned, food and, and pots and pans and everything in my closet because, uh, you know, you can't trust people like that. Dude, that's horrible. Yeah. Some, somebody would have got his ass whooped at three in the morning. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I didn't find out about it until the next day when they were in class. And I, I yelled at him. I put signs on there. I, put, I wrote out handwritten signs with marker and put them on each shelf. And I was like, this is Justin shit. Don't touch. But he couldn't read. He would just touch it anyways and use my stuff. And I was like, are you serious? So he and I obviously got off on the wrong foot to begin with. Yeah, my foot would have been in his ass. Um, I'm I, just saying. You know I like it cold. So the very first thing I did when I moved in was I turned the air down all the way to like 50 or something. And then I, I, I like taped the thing down so you couldn't move it. Because, <laughs> hey, I mean, it was a, it was an all-inclusive apartment. You were just paying like you know, the standard rate or whatever. And all, all electricity and everything was included. So... It was always like 50 degrees in my apartment. People would come over. They have to bring coats and blankets with them and shit. And we sit around and play video games. Uh, he complained about it nonstop, but he never did anything <laughs> to fix it. He would just like complain, like it's really cold in here, and then like, I'd be like, "Sorry," like, and he'd open like, a window. Okay, oh, it's really dumb. So that was something <laughs> we battled about because of that first night. But it, it never really ended. Um, I used to buy those Totino's pizzas. Uh-huh. You know, like the little. Oh, I remember those. Ninety nine cents. When you're a couple, yeah. you got to eat cheap, right? Yeah. yeah. So. You know, I had pizza pans, and I would cook them my pizza pans and eat them all the time, whatever. But I had a bunch of them in the, in the freezer at all times. One day I got up to go to class, and I opened my door, and the whole apartment just smelled like smoke. And it was black. I was like, what is going on? And I went out there, and I, I saw the oven light was on, so I opened it up. And there was this, like, two-inch round diameter piece of black <laughs> charcoal <laughs> sitting in the oven. And he was nowhere to be seen. He put a pizza in there, started cooking it, and then left for class. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Almost burned the apartment down with me in it. Jeez. Did you get rid of him eventually? Please tell me. Well, eventually he moved out on his own. Oh. There was another time where I came back from class and found him asleep on the couch, and the exact same thing. He had cooked another one of those things and cooked it down to nothing. After I had complained about him doing that the first time, and he said he wouldn't do it again. But the worst thing was that him and his buddy smoked a lot of pot, and they were constantly trying to come up with ways to cover up the smell. I mean, they bought little air freshener things. They brought Febreze. But, you know, nothing really covers that smell up. I don't know. The worst idea they tried was uh, griddle cakes. <laughs> they went to the store and bought griddle cakes and cooked like 30 of them and then just left <laughs> them sitting on the counter. So, <laughs> so the smell of griddle, like like that, sir- that sickly syrupy smell, uh, you were trying to cover up the, the weed smell, but yeah. it merged together and made this even worse smell. <laughs> you could smell it from all the way down the hallway. Like I turned the corner and I was like, what is that? Then I opened my door and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Idiots! <laughs> How did this guy get into college? I don't know. There was a reason he was in the handicap room. That's what I kept telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a character. That's for sure. And then the next guy that came in after him was actually a pretty okay guy. He mostly kept to himself. He's a little odd, but no real problems there. Mm-hmm. But man, I'll never forget Henry. <laughs> and then he had his buddy Osaki who would hit on me in the parking lot and be like, hey, baby, I'll give you a ride. I was like, fuck, I don't want to ride from you. Creepo. Shit. Not riding. No, 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 no. I'm still trying to wrap my head around Osaki. Is he like a giant rabbit or something? <laughs> Osagi Yojimbo? Yeah, like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was it was interesting. Um, and what are some other stories? <laughs> there were so many. Yeah, my friend Dennis and I did all kinds of goofy stuff. Like one time we went to Long John Silver's and we bought fifty dollars worth of hush puppies. Which you know at Long John Silver's you can get twelve hush puppies for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So that was six hundred hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> they eat hush puppies for like a week. We tried to do it through the drive-through, but 
They wouldn't. They wouldn't do it. So we had to wait inside. And then, you know, they only put 12 in a box. So we'd carry out <laughs> 60, 50 of these boxes. <laughs> Filled up the whole backseat of the car, drove them back to the apartment, and then that's all we ate for like two days. We were so sick. <laughs> How about when we were like so poor, all we had were corn dogs? I've never eaten a corn dog since. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like somewhere around the third week of my last semester of, of college, we decided to go to the store and I bought some corn dogs because I hadn't had any in a while. And I was like, oh man, corn dogs sound good, whatever. Put them in the freezer. We, we ate, had like a corn dog. Like we ate hanging. everything else. Like the corn dogs sat in there. We never touched them. We never opened them. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know what I was thinking. I don't really want corn dogs. Like we ate everything else literally. And then the very last week of school, I had no money left. There was no more money coming from my parents. There was no money coming from my job. I had no money. She either. had no money. We were broke. Broke as broke could be. All we had to eat was those damn corn dogs. <laughs> we ate. We had corn dogs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was like a, a big 64-pack. <laughs> like five days in a row, we had corn dog for three meals a day. And you haven't had one since? Nope. Nope, never, never will again. I'm nope. done with corn dogs. That's what I'm bringing to lunch on Friday, a corn dog. <laughs> I'm so not going to eat it. Corn dog, baby. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's another collection of funny stories. Not so much one big funny story. So there's my funny story for the week. That's some tragic stuff, man. <laughs> That's some, scary some of it was, for sure. Anything I felt. <laughs> Did you have a funny story you wanted to tell, Peter, or was that the Comic-Con story from before? I think that was the Comic-Con story. I could tell a story about the drink that we were trying to make up last Saturday. Sure. Well, my, my friend, he was having a birthday party. He wanted to make a James Bond theme. So he was like, yeah, you know, like all the James Bonds, they're like in their 40s and stuff. I'm turning 40, so, you know, why not? Let's make a drink after it. I think I'll call it Thunder Pussy. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so he's talking to the bartender. She's like, I don't like that name. Why? It's like, it was okay when you text it to me, but when you say it, it just sounds really dirty. And it's like... Well, we can always. I was like, why don't you just call it a view to the kill? I was like, yeah, yeah maybe. Why don't we just call it Thunderball after Thunderball? I was like, well, well, what color would it be? And I just chimed up blue. I mean, Thunderball. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, so we get what we got. We got Thunderball and we got Thunder Pussy. Okay, so we've got a blue drink and we've got a pink drink. And I think we went with the pink drink because it just tasted better. We're like, okay. You know, this is murky. It's got a little bit of like sangria, maybe some rum. I don't know if I would murky thunder pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had two versions. We had the we had the not pop cherry one and the pop cherry one. So we kind of went with the pop cherry. And just, sorry, it's kind of exaggerated, but hey, why not? <laughs> no, you, you haven't listened to this yeah. show, so you don't know. <laughs> Last week we were talking about raccoon genitals the whole time, okay. so it's nothing new. All right, I'm in the right place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my story. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Other than uh, seeing karaoke and throwing handkerchiefs around. Seeing karaoke on uh, actually, this bar that I usually go to, have you guys seen Cry Kid Part 2? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know the main bad guy that fights Daniel Sun at the end? Yeah. He owns the place that I usually go to oh, for wow. karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> does he make them break the block of ice? <laughs> I can he break six. Of ice. But he does get really annoyed when we sing, like, uh, the glory of love all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, guys, I get it. I, I get it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting trivia. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of trivia, yeah. it's time okay. for our next segment called yeah. Effed Up Facts from Comics Past. And what it's going to be is I'm going to name, I'm going to read out some facts. i got ten of them here. And some of them are true and some of them are false. And uh, we're going to see what each one of you three thinks, whether they're true or false. See what it says about me that I made some of this shit up. <laughs> He's one, dude. I'm telling you right now. Okay. So let's see. Number one. Wonder Woman was originally only invited to join the Justice Society of America because their intention was to make them, make her their secretary. Is that true or false? I say true. I'm going to go with true. I'm going to say true. That's right. Yes! <laughs> Miguel gets a point. Look at him writing it down. Like it <laughs> Whatever, I'm still going to kick your ass. All right, let's see what you say about this one. Right. One time, two gay guys attempted to rape Bruce Banner in a community shower at the YMCA. True or false? I'm going to go with true because you said some crazy stuff today, and I think that's probably going to be true. I guess I'll go false, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, why not? False. I'm going to say false as well. That's true. Yes! <laughs> that's messed up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was this black guy and this white guy. 
uh, in like the late seventies when this issue came out, and basically the black guy stood guard at the door while the white guy like forced Bruce Banner down onto the ground and was like, "Hey, sweetie, we're gonna do some stuff." And Banner oh. was like, "You know that guy you seen on the TV? That's me." And he was like, "Oh shit, you're the Hulk!" <laughs> and then they ran out of there. That is crazy. That's all it took. But that's what happened. And then Banner was like freaked out about it, went outside, and was like, you know, calming down. But then he got angry and he actually turned into the Hulk. <laughs> Did he do his things? <laughs> I don't know what happened after that because I only saw that much of the strip, but that's a real thing that happened. What is wrong with people? <laughs> All right, how about this one? A 14-year-old girl once joined the Green Lantern Corps and developed a crush on Hal Jordan. He wouldn't reciprocate because she was underage, so she subconsciously used her willpower to age herself, and then Hal was perfectly fine uh, having a sexual relationship with her. False. That sounds true to me for some reason. I don't know. I'll say true. <laughs> so she ages herself, and he's okay with it. Well, the, the Green Lantern ring works on willpower. So if you are if you have enough willpower, you can do basically anything with it. So she aged herself to be age-appropriate for him, even though her mind was still that of a 14-year-old. So then he was okay with it. Yeah, then he was fine with it, unless he had a woman's body, I guess. But she had the brain of a 14-year-old? Yep. That's true. That's true. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> that was fairly recent, too. That was like 2004. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. Man, we're tied again. Doc on. I was thinking that would be like a Silver Age thing or something. <laughs> Just... A lot of these are, but some of them come from modern stuff, too. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> last time we did this, last time we did this, we talked about the story where DC tried to explain why there was no black Kryptonians. <laughs> and it was because all the black people lived on an island because they were super geniuses and they didn't want to associate with the white people. That's why you never saw them in cartoon in the... <laughs> And that was like in 2006. <laughs> Messed up stuff happens all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Number four. Uh, one of Captain America's first villains was a serial killer called Black Talon, who was a white guy that had lost his hand in a car accident and had undergone experimental surgery to have the hand of a black death row inmate transplanted onto him. The hand was evil and turned him into a psychopath. That sounds so much like idle hands. I'm going to say false. We had the underage girl turn herself into a legal person. Okay, true. I'll say true. Why, why not? <laughs> okay, Peter says true. Okay, I'm going to say true. It's true. I quit. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. Seriously. You know what year this was from? This, this, was, this was from back in the day. This, Like I said, it was uh, one of Captain America's very first villains. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, he probably. was in a car accident. His hand was crushed and got super infected, so they had to amputate it. And then he was a uh, artist. He was a painter. Yeah. He was not going to be able to continue painting because he lost his hand. So this surgeon uh, said he might have a solution, and it was to basically cut the hand off of a death row inmate and basically attach it to this guy. So he could paint with him, but it basically made him go crazy. So he would kill people and then paint the, the scenes of their death. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. All right, number five. All right. Mutants can't get AIDS. Uh, Miguel? I'm not a mutant. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say there, Peter. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm thinking. Mutants can't get AIDS? Yep. I'm thinking of a storyline. Or am I getting myself crossed? I'm going to say false. Miguel says false. What about you, Peter? I'll go true. Why not? Mutants can't get AIDS. But not every mutant has the same kind of you know, power. So you're not true. saying all mutants, right? You're just generalizing. I, I, made, I made a blanket statement that all mutants can't get AIDS. All mutants can't get AIDS? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait a minute then. Uh, so all mutants can't get it. So Marine can't get it. He heals himself, so true then. I changed it. Marine can catch it, but he can heal himself, but it's like he never had it, so... So, what? I don't know what you're trying to say to me. I'm going to say false. Uh, yeah, I'll stay false. I'll stay with my, my... It's true. Mutants can't get AIDS. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> 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 I changed my mind, man. I was going with the truth, see? <laughs> All right, how about this one? Uh, okay. Superman's first sexual encounter was with a girl who had been brainwashed by his teacher. It was essentially non-consensual. Ooh, Superman's a Boy Scout. That's false. I would have heard about that. This is like a Superboy story, though, right? Yeah, this is when he was Superboy, before he became Superman. So, so yeah, probably. He still had his teacher. Because, I don't know. <laughs> True. I say true. That can't be true. I'm going to say true. It's true. Oh, <laughs> that can't, that's horrible. I just love seeing Miguel's face when he gets every single one of them wrong. <laughs> that just doesn't seem like that would be right. 
It's true. His uh, his robot teacher went and brainwashed this girl who was the ideal girl for Superboy, and then basically put him into these situations where he had to fall in love with her, and he did, and then basically forced him to sleep with her, and then tried to you know pretended to kill her to try to force him to uh, learn to control his anger. Like that was all just one big convoluted story. Pretty fucked up. And then he like removed the brainwashing and reinserted the girl into her normal life. You know, it was after the fact that Superman had had his way with her. That's just something I would never see them let it's because me. it happened in the 50s man. okay so this is so very story tarnished him <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have his uh, boy scout appearance appeal anymore that's horrible <laughs> how about this one looks like Batman doing it <laughs> Supergirl had a pet horse named Comet who could fly and was invulnerable to kryptonite he was also in love with her, and one time managed to transform into a man and tried to force himself on her. That has to be false. <laughs> it's, a horse, it's a horse one. I'll put that one in there for you. That's <laughs> got to be false. Come on, Miguel. What has been false that we've been listening to? <laughs> that's true. He's been all on true. He's been on a true role, but I'm still thinking that's false. Just, I'm looking at his face. False is going to show up eventually. Right? Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So Peter went true. I went false. And what's Heather say? Yeah. What say you? What say I? I say... I say true. true. You son of a... All right. I am leaving the office now. (laughs) All right, number eight. I don't know what's more deranged. The fact that you're pulling out questions are actually true. (laughs) Oh, it was true? Okay. It was true. And it's like destroying my... This is horrible. (laughs) I hate comics now. Start reading Jet Magazine. Yeah, how do you like that one? (laughs) You mean Equestrian Magazine? Yes. <laughs> Horse and Hound. <laughs> no, there was a Fox and Hound, or what was it from Notting Hill? <laughs> All right, number eight. Uh, one of Tony Stark's Iron Man suits was struck by lightning and gained sentience. With its sentience came a deep love for Tony, its creator, and it went crazy trying to keep Tony all for himself. It even tried to kill his girlfriend. The worst part is that it kept demanding that Tony get inside of it. That's false. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that last couple parts on that? Well, the suit came to life and tried to kill Tony's girlfriend because it wanted Tony all for himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kept demanding that Tony get inside of him. <laughs> inside of you. <laughs> inside of you. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> Peter says yeah. true. Miguel says false. So you're going true? <laughs> going true. No, no, no. I, I, I actually think about it. I see the smoke. I see the smoke. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's screw that. I'm going to say true. It's true. What the hell? <laughs> There's an addendum to the story. He's actually read the whole thing. Uh, Tony tried to stop it by getting into a different suit, and the cra- crazy armor accused him of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> it defeated Tony and then flew him to a deserted island where it tried to force Tony to love it. Tony suffered a heart attack, and the crazy suit gave up his own life to save Tony's. When was this done? This was done in, like, 96, 97. Who wrote this? I don't know. Because I'm about to go to someone's house and whoop his ass. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I think it might have been Peter David. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're probably going to have to go talk to Peter David. <laughs> We're going to have some words. <laughs> All right, number nine. I am on play. Superman oh. was once brainwashed by a villain named Sleaze who forced him to be in a porno movie with Big Barda. I'm going to continue with the false because if that's true, I'm throwing this at you. Large Marge? False. <laughs> Peter? I'm going, I'm going true. I mean, yeah. So read it again, because I really need to take this all in. Superman was once brainwashed by a villain named Sleaze and forced to be in a porno movie with Big Barda. Who is Big Barda? Uh, she's kind of big. Yeah. I'm not being, you know, cheeky about it. I mean, she is big. She looks like Wonder Woman with more muscle. Yeah, uh, that's a fair question. She's like an Amazonian type. She is Amazonian, yeah. Yeah. She's like super, okay. Hmm. Sleaze? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go false. I'm going to say false. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, really? Sleaze is apparently one of the new gods. He's one of Darkseid's brothers. <laughs> He's the god of porno. <laughs> Dude, I'm a Darkseid guy. I don't even freaking know that crap. That's because he got killed. That's good. Doing a porno? <laughs> <laughs> he got killed mid- Oversexed? What? Mid-coitus. Mid, mid so, uh, let's, let's <laughs> I quit. <laughs> this is a two-part question. Number 10 is a okay. continuation of that one. Okay, is this uh, double points? <laughs> sure, yes, sure. Double points. points, I can catch up. For double for double points. For all the points. <laughs> uh, Darkseid had his minions find a copy of the aforementioned porno video 
solely that he so that he could show it to Barda's husband, Mister Miracle, because it was the quote unquote evil thing to do. That's freaking false. I actually do think that's false. Heather, I have no fucking idea because <laughs> I just found out that there's a character named Sleaze and he's the porno god. So I'm totally confused. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's Miguel. Maybe that's hey, whoa! Horse to sleaze. Horse to sleaze. Is that my new name? <laughs> what gonna, the hell? That's the title of the calendar that's going to come out. That's my evil brother, Horse to Sleaze. He's the blackhead horse. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what do you think, Heather? Shit, I don't know at this point. I really don't have a clue. You both said false. I'm going to say true, then. I'm probably wrong. It's true. I was tired and not very creative today, so I couldn't come with any false ones. Every single one is true. I don't like you. Yeah, I thought it was false because it was like the last question of the day. So I was like, okay, this guy, this has to be the false. So we were given one point of police. That's two. So I'll give you two points. You and Peter tied eight apiece. Nice, Peter. High five. Yeah. He choked. Me, I was never in the game. I was at two. <laughs> I led one time, and I was I fell behind, and I stayed there. It's okay. You'll have a it's chance. It's pretty much a fact, right? Dude, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to a new podcast. It took some work, took some work <laughs> to find all that stuff out. I mean, I'm going to start the General Hospital podcast. <laughs> it, it may be a couple weeks before we do another one of these, because I think I drained the well <laughs> on, on messed up stuff that happened. I don't you know. Yeah. I'm like, uh, my childhood has been, like, destroyed. <laughs> you can proposition the listeners. You can tell them to uh, email you. Yeah, actually, that, that's not a bad idea. If anybody out there does have some effed up facts I can use, don't post them directly to our Facebook page or our Twitter because Miguel will see them. But do, <laughs> do feel free to email them to me at comicalpodcast at gmail.com or send me a direct message to at comicalpodcast on Twitter. And if you're one of my minions, I better get a direct message with the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Cheater. I'm not. I'm well, what are you, Iron Man's other arm? <laughs> no, I'm horse to sleaze. Yeah. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Horse tickles, horse to cleaze, horse to sleaze. Okay. Evolution, man. What is going on here? <laughs> so Peter knows I do have a horse head mask, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can tweet you that picture later too. <laughs> okay. What is it? The after hours tweet? <laughs> At three AM. <laughs> there's me and my horse head there's Justin and his table there's <laughs> we're in the showers tonight well it's not it's not college <laughs> I don't stay here at this house <laughs> I don't want to know what happens in this house at 3 I'm usually, asleep. I'm usually up working on the podcast I'm very exciting so man let's talk about some stuff I want to talk about speaking of sleaze alright my, one of my favorite new comics in the world, Rat Queens. Yeah, it was announced this week that Rat Queens is being turned into a cartoon, which is really impressive because they're only on the sixth issue of the series. For those of you who don't know, Rat Queens is the story of these four female mercenaries who, you know, drink, smoke, and, and talk trash to everybody they encounter. They have sex, they fight, and they do everything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one can grow a beard. A very uh, raucous group, and... Uh, it's a really fun story. I mean, I really enjoy it. Um, I think it's going to be a great TV show if it's done right. But it just hit me. You know, like last week we talked about how you hated Rocky Raccoon because it was a kid book and you wanted to see an X book of Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, get it, don't get it turned around in your head. I said I didn't like the free comic book day version of, of Rocky Raccoon because it was very childish. It was uh -huh. a kid's book. It was intended to be a kid's book. I said I would have liked to see an R-rated Rocket Raccoon, and you said X-rated, and that's how we got to the raccoons in it all. I got. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna go all the way there. I was gonna stop there. Where's it gonna be on cable? What are we talking about? Uh... I have no idea yet. They haven't announced anything. All they announced is that it's gonna happen. Because you know, if it's on uh, Nickelodeon or some baloney like that, it won't be. It's gonna be tame and lame, and not gonna be. You know. That's true. I imagine it's probably gonna be Comedy Central. It's probably gonna be like Spike TV or Sweet. FX or. They may need to go like on Showtime. Maybe sci-fi. Maybe some Showtime. I, I'd be surprised if it was one of the premium channels because they yeah. get a lot of exposure. Skinamax. And they don't really do very many. <laughs> they don't really do very many. Cartoons. Shut up, horses, please. <laughs> yeah. They don't really do very many cartoons on the premium channels anymore. I mean, they used to have Spawn. They used to have some some of the other ones, but yeah, they were never really hugely successful. Network? Cartoon Network might pick it up, but uh, they should. They would be stupid not to. Yeah, I mean, it would fit, it would fit pretty well on Cartoon Network, I think. Yeah, that is Rick and Morty. Malden would be like a perfect fit to Cartoon Network, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
That would be pretty awesome. There you go, man. Kickstarter is a TV show. Oh, hey. Ah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Get my swag. Yeah. <laughs> you, baby. <laughs> Big old sign of Comic Cold Podcast. <laughs> you can have one, you know, the penguin wearing the Comic Podcast shirt or something. That'd be awesome. It's like, hey, well, what about it? Audible, go I kind of resemble the penguins. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what am I, the rooster with the monocle? <laughs> You're definitely <laughs> the monocle. Latino, so it could be pollo. <laughs> yeah. You're not that cool. No, I'm not that cool. <laughs> Remember, he's horse to sleaze. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. New character, Malden. Horse to sleaze. <laughs> now keep it clean. Horse to sleaze. No, not clean and clean. Going in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's pretty much it for the week. Like I said before, we're going to post links to Malden's website and to the Kickstarter. Uh, please go support him. If you like the show, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Do the same thing on Stitcher. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at at comicalpodcast, at comicalpodcast2 for Miguel, and at comicalpodcast3 for Heather. I know that's kind of confusing, but uh, that, is, that is what it is. <laughs> and, follow uh, me. Yeah, follow Heather. She needs a lot of followers. She's only got like 130 so far. It's really sad. Please help me. And don't follow Miguel. What? <laughs> <laughs> people follow me because they want to be one of my minions, and they know I represent the people. Okay. <laughs> Horse to sleaze. <laughs> he represents the other half. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it, guys. So uh, keep on laughing, bitches.